This is a Hoff Studios podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, wow. Bianca. How are you? I'm amazing. So we have Bianca Abbott. You are so many things that I have to make sure that I have my paper here because you're a transformational health coach. Yes. You're a detox and fasting mentor and guide for the Luna Fast. Mm-hmm. You're a psychedelic nurse practitioner and a Kundalini yoga therapist. Yes. And I would say that you're way more than all of that because I know that I'm way more than my Instagram bios. So (laughs) we won't trap you into that box. Yeah. No boxes Um, can, can define me or us, (laughs) especially as women. Um, I'm so excited to have you here today though, because we've known each other from the wellness space in Miami for a long time, but we've actually never met in person until like a month ago or five weeks ago. And I think it's been like, I don't know, probably eight plus years we've known of each other in the wellness space. So it's exciting to get to know you more and like ask you all the questions that I have. So thanks for being here. Mm, it's such an honor to be here, Danielle. When you when you asked me, I was like, "This is a fuck yes!" Like, oh yeah. This- <laughs> <laughs> and I like I went fuck right yes. away. I was like, "Yes," you know, because right now I'm in a period of my life where if it's not a 100 yes, then it's a no. So, <laughs> ain't nobody got time for those partial no's or partial yeses. Seriously, yes. And our energy and our focus and everything that we're building and creating is so, it needs that focus and that prana and that passion and that love. Mm -hmm. And so it's an honor to be here. Thank you for bringing me and asking me to be a part of this. Yeah, of course. My honor. You know, one of the things, one of the big reasons I wanted to have you on the the podcast is because because I was at the psychedelic women's panel at, or the psychedelic panel at Soho, and it was an all women's panel and you spoke and your story about coming into what I would call like a a wellness awakening was via your mom's illness. And Mm -hmm. if you feel comfortable, I'd love for you to share that story and like how you arrived at what you're doing now, the Luna fast, as well as, you know, changing your entire career um, from traditional nurse practitioner to what you do now. And so you could just explain, Mm -hmm. tell us that story and how you got here on that journey. Thank you. So this journey, you know, the journey through the hero's journey, um, really began when I was 12 months (laughs) when my sister was born. Um, my mother had to have an emergency C-section to give birth to her and, During that time, she had to get a blood transfusion. And this was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, one of the best hospitals in the world. And they ended up giving her bad blood. And this is what was 14 days before the government mandated that all blood be checked before Mm. giving any type of blood, right? Blood products. And she was given HIV. And from that (laughs) trauma has allowed me to really come into my power as a healer. I am a a fifth generation nurse, first nurse practitioner in my family. So I come from a lineage of healers, nurses, doctors, and very um, spiritual. My, My grandfather would have been a priest if he hadn't had nine children and migraines. (laughs) So I come from a very spiritual and um, lineage of healers and spirituality. And so this trauma of HIV um, has really allowed me to come into my power as a healer and come onto my power and, and, and really come into my Dharma, my, my spiritual, my spiritual calling. And it hasn't been easy. It's been a whole family healing really. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother. So when she had, you know, she, it was about five years after she had gotten the blood, 
blood that she had been told that she had HIV. So luckily my mom was already healing herself with diet and um, nutrition and was already on the holistic path. Um, she was a pioneer in her industry and we had, you know, Dr. Clemens from the Hippocrates Institute coming to our home. We were at, have these huge gatherings, um, to talk about health and healing. And I mean, we didn't have a microwave in our kitchen when I was growing up, we put everything in glass, every, my mom put us on a vegetarian diet and then put us onto a vegan diet and through nutrition, alkaline veganism, we were able to heal ourselves and she was able to live with the the disease. And wow, it wasn't talk about, until, talk about an yeah. empowered healing perspective and, and yeah. not looking at yourself like a victim. Like how could this happen? I'm in a health profession. How could this happen? I'm X, Y, Z and really taking this, initiative. Yeah. The initiative and <laughs> in her own, yeah. into her own hands. But the, the thing was, we couldn't tell anybody this was in the eighties. So we, my mom, um, we could not tell anyone that my mother had HIV or we could, would have been ostracized from the community. People that we knew that had gotten HIV or AIDS, um, they were either given death threats, ostracized from the community. So it wasn't until my, like, I think I was 31 or 32 that I was able to finally speak up about it. Cause my mom gave me permission to speak because I, it's illegal to tell, you know, anybody's current um, diagnosis of HIV or AIDS. So I was really put into a really um, difficult situation. It was almost like I had to have this mask on and hide my true self for most of my life. And none of my best friends knew so much shame, so much guilt. And so it really led to uh, post-traumatic stress, anxiety, depression, uh, chronic illness. And so I really needed to learn how to heal myself and my family because we were put on, you know, Western medicines, Western medicine did not, did not, it got us to a point, right? Because there is that placebo effect with Western medicine, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't get to the root. And so what was the Western medicine for anxiety and depression? Oh, my whole family, since I can remember, my mom has been on psychiatric medications. She was on psychiatric medications for like 30 years because of HIV, the disease of HIV in itself leads to deep depression, anxiety, um, suicidal ideation. So I grew up in a very difficult situation, our whole family. And it led my dad to really um, going into addiction. It was the trauma of HIV really led to whole family trauma. And with any chronic illness, you'll find it with cancer, you'll find it with depression, you'll find it with addiction, the whole family suffers. So it's been my mission since second grade, when I found out that my mom had HIV to find the cure. And so I've been on a world mission, studying with master healers, shamans, um, doctors. I went to school for 13 years to become a nurse practitioner. I've been a yogi for 25 years. I'm now coming on 10 years of teaching Kundalini yoga, which has been a game changer. So through this, you know, my mother was a very, very smart woman, but she didn't have the tools to get her to the next phase of her healing. And so that's where I come in. You know, I feel like we always choose our family and I was Mm -hmm. supposed to come in and, you know, search out all the angels to help me to find the tools, the most powerful tools on the planet to help heal my family. Um, And so from that journey came alkaline veganism, studying with master healers like Dr. Sebi and Dr. Morse, getting certified in detoxification and um, also becoming a master yoga teacher um, and teaching thousands of people (laughs) all around the world and doing retreats and, you know, doing retreats in India and Bali and, and, um, um, and, uh, just, it's been a journey of enlightenment. <laughs> so, I can only imagine your discipline is so yeah, fierce and like thank you. now understand. Yeah. And like really understanding that background, you can see what drives you. Like, it's not just because you're intelligent and you're, you know, uh, like a type a it's really driven from a source of pain and love. You know, it's like that, those two extreme experiences, the pain and the trauma and the desire to live in action and love. So it's really beautiful. Actually. It's like, thank you. There's there's so much beneath that. 
And it's like the greatest pain. Like my early thirties, I was a caretaker to my mom that was dying of AIDS, like literally like, wow, it was so much guilt, so much anger, so much shame. And it's not like I could just like talk to anybody about it. I had to figure it out on my own. Doctors could not help my family. Mm-hmm. I had to search it out on my own. And I saw the corruption of Western medicine firsthand. And I got to study at NYU, which is one of the best in geriatric care. Not only was my mom dying of age, she was also geriatric. Like if she fell, she would break like her mm. hip, her ankles, like everything. So I learned how to help somebody rehabilitate from like crumbling every bone in their body from the medication and the toxins from Western medicine. Like I had to help detox my mom from 50 years of medication use. Wow. And then not only that, my whole family, my sister and my mom or my sister and I, and then from that, I was able to take all of that wisdom and then spread it to my community through the Luna Fast. Yeah. And tell now, me more about the Luna Fast. Yeah. Is this how you ended up creating? You created the Luna yes. Fast, right? You're the founder. Yes. I'm the co-founder. So okay. I, I founded it with my business partner, Monica Arenas in Miami. And I had through my psychiatric, psych- psychiatric, <laughs> through my psychedelic journeys, which have like allowed me to come into my power. If it wasn't for the psychedelics, I I don't know where I would be honest. Okay. So before we get to the Luna fast, it sounds like this was a really important part. Tell me about the psychedelic journey and like what psychedelics and because I think right now, you know, especially in the world we're in, we understand what psychedelics are like, and they're not just acid and mushrooms. There's so many more now. And they're taken at such different levels. So tell me about the psychedelic journey and how that led you here and how it's been such an instrumental part. I know. So my my mentor, Michael Capone, is actually the one that brought me into the ayahuasca world. It was 10 years prior to that, that I had really wanted to dive into the psychedelics, but I was so obsessed with Kundalini yoga and my own yoga practice and listening to my, also my teachers that had been telling me don't do the psychedelics. So it took me, you know, saying no to my teachers and going on forth on my own. And then also trusting my heart and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and the guidance from my heart and my downloads from my own personal practice. And then also my mom getting, you know, AIDS and really being failure to thrive. It was like, I was at my wits, And I was in desperation for a miracle. And, you know, Michael introduced me to ayahuasca and and a shaman. And then from there, I was just hooked because it allowed me to rise out of the ashes and step up into a role that I didn't even know I had the courage and the power and the, uh, the ability to step into. It allowed me to release who knows, thousands of years of trauma, of ancestral karma, of whatever, you know, that was holding my heart just so, so close because I've been so traumatized by this walk. And so like <laughs> the, nothing came close to my, you, my awakening with ayahuasca. Can you share at that time? Can you share with people listening how ayahuasca that does that and what your perspective is on that. Because when people think of ayahuasca, obviously they hear about, you know, people go into the jungles and they take ayahuasca and they experience ego death or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But like, how does that and the integration process, uh, specifically your integration process, like how does, Mm -hmm. how did that lead you into healing? And what does that mean? Because I think that there's just a lot of misconceptions and preconceived notions about it. So what does that look like for you? So ayahuasca is, it um, allows your body to um, uh, release DMT, dimethyltryptyline, right? It's, it's the psychedelic or it's, it's the, the molecule that allows you to really tap into enlightenment, into a greater understanding of yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. we have receptors for ayahuasca for the DMT. Like we have co-evolved with plants to have these same receptors and the indigenous have known this forever. Right. And so 
Peru and or, you know, most Latin American countries have co-evolved with ayahuasca or whatever they call it in their region. Right. And you can find ayahuasca all over the world and you can see in caves and in ancient ways of, of, you know, these people that they have co-evolved and used ayahuasca and these psychedelic medicines um, as a way of life, as a way Mm -hmm. of enlightenment, as a way of really coming into mind, body, spirit. Right. And so I was very intrigued because I, at my, you know, I had really went to, I'm 13 years to become a nurse practitioner and then, you know, not finding the solution, being on medication for 13 years, not finding the solution, being a yogi for 20 years and still not really finding the solution. It was then my heart was calling me towards this medicine, right? It really is a calling And for me, like the way I describe ayahuasca and peyote and those types of plant medicines are really like, it's, it's such a co-created experience because if you're with a shaman or some sort of tribal community or, um, Latin American community, whatever it is, indigenous experience, right. You, it's a co-creation because there's many people sitting with each other. So they're co-sharing their energy. We're all sitting for each other. We're praying essentially for each other. And then there's the medicine itself. And then there's the shaman and the people holding space for you. And it's like an excavation. And it's, by the way, it's a plant and a root or a plant and a vine. So it's this beautiful fusion of two pieces of plant matter that they find and they figured out how to create this beautiful brew out of. And then you go under for this 10 to 12 hour experience. And to me, it's like an excavation. Like you meet your death, you meet your purpose, you meet the root of all your problems. Even if you cannot intellectually describe what you experience, there's some sort of excavation process. Right. And so it's like, you finally were able to like peel out something. It sounds like you're finally able to peel out something that was there that was so deeply rooted in either your DNA or your lineage or your Mm -hmm. experience in this lifetime. And when you're in a state of trauma and when you're in a state of depression and anxiety for long periods of time, you're able, you, you pick up negative energies. Mm-hmm. And so I, and so that, and that process of releasing those energies, those negative energies, cutting the cords, mm. cleansing out whatever things you need in your body, you know, whatever it may be, dark energies, you have no idea what you collect when you're in such a low vibrational state. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that, and alone, I don't know of anything more powerful to really like excavate that out. Mm-hmm. Right. I, ayahuasca is the grandmother of all medicines. Mm-hmm. And if you know about grandmother medicine, it, it is, it goes, it's fierce. It yeah. goes straight to the bone. She's the matriarch. <laughs> yes, gonna exactly. Tell you how it is. Yeah. <laughs> like ego death. Right. And so the the purging through the tears, through the releases of noises, through, you know, purging through the mouth or, you know, we have, you know, we're very holy. We can release from many different holes of our body Mm -hmm. All (laughs) all over. So I, you know, then experienced 50 plus ceremonies after that to really get to the depths of my healing. And, um, and then also with the psilocybin and I, I peyote and five MEO DMT and all of these medicines. And I've been on quite a journey. I've done medicines in Bali and India and, and, you know, uh, Costa Rica and Peru and like all of these countries and to now be able to be able to sit with medicines and serve powerful medicines to help people awakening is the biggest dream come true. Mm -hmm. And now being able to speak about it and not have shame or like, what are people going to think? Because now, you know, with the, uh, with ketamine being a gateway medicine Mm -hmm. has been, you know, to serve this medicine and to see miracles happen in six weeks, people come out of depression, you know, 10, 15, 20 years of just being numb and depressed and six treatments Mm -hmm. 
with the integration, right? You, it, you, these medicines need to be paired with integration. Um, it is very critical to the transformational process. Yeah, it, It's just like with any medicines, you can't just give it and expect <clears throat> a miracle. You have to really learn how to integrate and embody the wisdom of these medicines. Yeah. So that's where, you know, being a yogi and, and really being fierce in my practice and teaching and leading retreats. And I'm also an event producer. I'm doing events all the time here in Miami. And so it's amazing now to, you know, we're doing a, an event at sacred space on Saturday with, you know, Dr. Michelle Wiener and Julia Muir and Irina. Um, and so coming together with such powerful women that are wanting to spread the movement of intentional use of psychedelics is, is really, it is, I think, going to be the brink of max, mass awakening on our planet. Yeah. It's amazing what's happening in, in the world right now. Like what a time to be alive. Like we're having such a resurrection that <laughs> it's so cool. We're having like a psychedelic revolution truly. And it's under with, with the approval of science, with the approval of medicine, with the approval of doctors and nurses like yourself. It's so cool. Like it's really an amazing time to be alive that we can even talk about this stuff that we live in a place that we can talk about it. It's like incredible. Um, I want to, there's a few things coming up for me that I want to touch on. One you mentioned, like, I want to, I want to give people the timeline. So you went through this healing. Well, you've, you found out your mom has AIDS. You at around 31, you were helping her transition to the other side. You were doing your learning. You were trying to figure out how to heal this for yourself and others, how to break the lineage and how to heal yourself through all the PTSD traumas that you experienced. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you started experimenting with psychedelics and healing. Well, I started psychic. I started intentionally using them. I yeah, had I didn't them, mean like, experimenting. Intentionally, <laughs> intentionally using, using them. Yes. Yeah. Against all of my teachers. <clears throat> they were all like, no, no, this no. is what I wanted to pick up on <laughs> yeah. against all of your teachers. And so what yeah. I think is incredible, and I'm very much the same way I have studied under, uh, indigenous cultures, Indian philosophy. I was a yoga teacher for eight years as well. I meditate, I breathe, I use psychedelics, I journal, I read, right? Like there's all these different modalities that I practice. And I think that it's really important and fasting and nutrition is more of a new one for me. I mean, I went to health mm -hmm. school, but like it was health coaching school. It's not the quite, not quite the same thing that we have now, which is with biohacking and fasting mm -hmm. and like what we really know about science now in the last five to 10 years. So at least in mainstream caveat that. Um, and so what I love that you, and the, part of the reason I say we can't fit you into a box is because you're really taking all of the pieces of these modalities that work. And it's not that you're throwing away the rest. It's just, you're putting them into a big recipe and calling that wellness. And so what is, what does the fasting do? How does the yoga and the Kundalini play into it? Like, what are all the pieces? If you could just narrate these yeah. like five, yeah. six pieces and like how they work in your life and how you support clients in this integration work, mm -hmm. um, especially the fasting. I think it's fascinating when I heard you give just like the overview of what the Luna fast is. It's, mm -hmm. I really want to participate myself and I think other yes. people would be interested in well. So if you could yes. just share that and how it all kind of plays together. So, you know, when you learn how to eradicate the body from, from HIV, you learn how to eradicate the body from a lot of different viruses and microbial infections. And, you know, HIV is the, well, AIDS is the acquire when the body acquires, you know, numerous um, infections, whether they be yeast, bacterial. Um, so I learned how to really heal my mom through um, releasing these, uh, these viral and bacterial infections, not only in her body, but in my body. Um, I had overgrowth of candida. I had, you know, um, and then there's that component, right? Um, of the, the microbes, like really restoring the microbiome of the gut which is super important because our gut is 
are to me, the first brain, we have more mm -hmm. neurotransmitters in our gut than our own brain. We our nervous system. The gut has its own nervous system called the enteric nervous system. Our gut is so highly intelligent. It allows us to balance our hormones. It is the first defense of, of our, of our immune system. So when we have a healthy gut, we have a healthy mind. And, um, so through the Luna fast, the Luna fast is a 10 day holistic fasting program that allows people to eliminate the foods and the chemicals and the microbes that are really holding you back from your own awakening. <laughs> So it's teach gives you the tools. It's all it's it's uh, the Luna fast brings together Ayurvedic wisdom. It brings together naturopathic wisdom and, and then also wisdom of detoxification and um, cellular rejuvenation. Which so is we scientific wisdom. Oh, yes. One hundred real science. Yeah. It's yes. all of it combined. Yes. So we use Dr. Sebi's diet. Dr. Sebi is one of my mentors. He's been able to heal people of everything from HIV to stage four cancer and also Dr. Morse. He's been able to heal people of ALS and, you know, and and stage liver failure and, you know, all of these really intense cases. And I was just intrigued by them because these doctors are healing every people of everything. And then I'm, you know, put into this Western model that puts a box on healing that puts a box on the capability of miracles. Like that's incredibly boring and not where I come from. <laughs> I, I believe in miracles. I believe in spontaneous healing. And so through these teachers, they empowered me to, you know, really connect to the wisdom of my own healer and, mm -hmm. and empowered me to become my own, own healer. And so through, you know, learning how to cleanse the gut, help, help to heal the gut of like leaky gut, SIBO, <laughs> small bowel, you know, and intestinal overgrowth, all of these major things that are the, are the first signs of disease in the body. So once you, once you heal the gut, you can heal so many things from anxiety to depression and all of these things. Mm -hmm. So through the Luna fast, it's a 10 day program. It brings you into water fasting and out of water fasting. We go through five different fasts. Um, we go through fruit fasting and juice fasting and water fasting and dry fasting and give you the tools to properly and safely fast. And then a whole program that's Ayurvedic, which is, you know, cleansing the body on the outside, colon hydrotherapy, Kundalini yoga, meditation, like all of these really powerful self-healing tools combined with detoxification and combined with cleansing the gut, right? Because we really need to release the toxins and the mucoid plaques that are keeping us from absorbing our minerals, our vitamins, and all of this. So most people are so toxic in their gut because we've been, you know, in a very, the industrial revolution led to the most over, uh, you know, the chemicals that are in our environment now are just it, the thousands and thousands and thousands of chemicals that are in our soils, in our waters, in our foods. We need to be on a detoxifying diet on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I teach people how to combine their food correctly in this program. I teach you how to release the chemicals from your products on your face to your, you know, your skincare. It's a whole body and gut um, restoration through ancient technology, bringing in the East and the West. And, um, I'm just so grateful for these master healers that have allowed me to really find the solutions to not only helping myself, but my mother, you know, the, the virus is undetectable in her body. She doesn't have to be on medications and she can live a, a life of, of joy and not being numb and, and disconnected and dissociated which is really what happens with the pharmaceutical medications. Yeah. It doesn't really get to the root and it, the side effects become unbearable. Um, okay. Which brings me yeah. into exactly. This brings me into you being a psychedelic ner nurse, yeah. uh, space holder. Forgive me. Yes. I am giving over a head cold. So I'm a little nasally right now, um, <laughs> which I'm fasting today. I have tea and water. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> um, trying to lower the inflammation in my 
face (laughs) and my brain and my nose. Um, But tell me about how you hold space in a psychedelic atmosphere, what that looks like, where people can find that. And if they are on medications, um, how they safely find a practitioner to balance the two and slowly get off of them and how important that is. I know that was like a five-part question, but I know you can handle that. Let's see how I'll do it. Let's see how I'll do. Okay. Um, so I work at Spine and Wellness of America. I'm so blessed to, um, you know, Dr. Michelle Wiener is my mentor and I'm just like, wow, I I feel like it's just, just such a dream, a dream team to be able to work with her, work with her personally. And, um, is that located here in Miami, Florida? Yes. So we have clinics all down, um, the coast of Florida, which is really exciting from, uh, you know, Miami, which is where I'm based. I'm at Mercy Hospital, which is really beautiful. I can see clients from Brickell and Coral Gables very easily. Um, and so, uh, so how I prepare the space. So I look at every, uh, every client as, you know, an alignment. It's, it's really just, um, you know, when you're called to the medicine, it's a very serious thing. And to really start this, this path of transformation and awakening begins with your intention. So we really get clear on the Mm -hmm. client's intention and their goals and what they want to release and what they want to create and their vision for their life. So it's really a coaching. We do coaching. We also do, um, and this is ketamine, right? This is ketamine. So So I work with ketamine. So ketamine, ketamine became legal in 2019 for treatment resistant um, depression. And so in just a very small amount of time, now we have, now we have clinics all down the coast and are seeing clients um, using ketamine. And so a client will come in and it's a two hour process. They come into the clinic and, um, we get really clear. They, they state their intention. We do breath work. We, you know, really create the space for a powerful healing and transformation through, you know, diffusing the place with essential oils to lighting a little sage and blessing the medicine and going deep into the work. And so they, I inject them through intramuscular injection in the office. And then it's a two hour journey. And so we go deep together and, and, you know, it's a very individual journey, right? The psychedelic journey is very much going within yourself and seeing the parts of yourself that might not be the easiest to see, but that's part Mm -hmm. of the journey, right? Is to really go into that, the depths of your soul and to, 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 gain a broader perspective, uh, uh, and to be able to see your blind spots. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of the psychedelics <laughs> as, is to really get that inner awareness, um, way bigger than the ego or the mind can even understand and to release the mind and to release the ego and really connect deeply with the heart and through these, you know, these psychedelic journeys. And then, pair that with integration. So I'll see them in the clinic first, and then we will meet for integration, whether it's through zoom or in my space, I have, you know, a little yoga shala in my space. So we do Kundalini yoga meditation or deep breath work or chanting, um, uh, or, or we'll go deep into the shadow work. I did five years of shadow work with my family to get through our, our issues, which is some of the most difficult. And so I work with families as well. Right now I'm working with two families. I work with wow. the mother, the daughter, the father we will do tantric exercises with the mother and father. Like I've been on this journey for 38 years. I've spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of my th- on my own therapy. Yeah. And now I have all of these tools mm-hmm. and through my, through my practice of Kundalini yoga and doing the 4am um, um, work, I'm able to really tap into my psychic and my intuitive powers as a healer. And so I just get the download. Oh, okay, here we go. And sometimes I feel the client coming into my aura before they even come in. It's so wild. You know, we are able to really tap into our priestess and queen energy and our, 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 
I've been doing this work for thousands of years. I'm just bringing Mm -hmm. this into the modern world. And I'm so grateful that Miami has allowed me to come into my fiercest power as a medicine woman and work with some of the most brightest and beautiful souls. I think it's so wild just hearing your story in such a linear fashion. Like I'm sure there's so many parts that you haven't even been able, like you could never articulate in a row like that, but um, just to hear it in such a linear way and to build up to like 2019, this becomes legal to like now, like Dr. Michelle Wiener. And first of all, it's like all women, which is so cool. Not that everybody, I don't know that everybody at the facility is women, but just that it's owned by a woman and you are a woman. I think I, I work with a lot of people in the space and the females that are in this space are so holistic. The healing knows no bounds, just like your work knows no bounds. Like there's nothing off limits for you to explore and integrate, like to bring in and snowball into your tool belt, which I think is so cool. Cause you've mentioned everything from Kundalini to tantric, to breath work, to fasting, to India, to Peru. It's, I think it's so important. Yeah. Especially in this modern age, um, where we've grown up, you know, under generally parents who were probably religious in one way or another, and really were taking this whole new approach to healing and source and God and connection to each other and ourselves and our ancestors. So it's really powerful what you're doing. Like, it's incredible. I really feel like the phrase that I'm hearing is like, your healing has no bounds. So it's just a, an honor getting to know all this work. If people want to do this, uh, ketamine assisted therapy, mm-hmm. what is that? So it's just a two hour session or do they book like a package and then they come back yeah. weekly? What does that look like? So um, a lot of my clients either have treatment resistant depression that are like at their wits end on their knees for miracle or my clients like, you know, super productive CEO, you know, has no time for his own health or, you know, well-being, or it's just somebody looking to like really connect deeper with themselves, mm-hmm. right? There's a whole spectrum, right? It, I look at this, you know, the psychedelics as biohacking. It's a way to mm-hmm. really get <laughs> like it's 20 like a cheat code. Yes. It's like a way to get like 20, 30 years of therapy and a six week process. So mm-hmm. I recommend anywhere from three to six treatments. Um, and so that is, you know, two times a week, one time in the clinic, um, doing the two hour journey and then another hour or hour and a half session for integration. And I like to do integration within 75 out in 75 hours within that window, your brain is the most neuroplastic. So mm-hmm. we'll do deep breath work. We'll do chanting. We'll do, you know, powerful Eastern, um, therapies to really deep, dig deep into the subconscious and to pierce that subconscious mm-hmm. and connect with the heart and release the walls and the, contraction that has been keeping you small. And, um, I don't know thing of anything more powerful than like really bringing all these powerful tools together to get to the depth that is really needed, especially with trauma. And yeah. I think that most of our culture right now is traumatized, especially after the, the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we are like now really realizing the depth of the lies and the um, atrocities that are currently happening and how, you know, there's a deep it's really hitting our root chakra at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we need these powerful tools and Eastern technologies to really be in a thriving state mm-hmm. <laughs> instead and of I survival, think- <clears throat> which I feel like a lot of people are in survival at the moment. Yeah. What does it look like to be in survival? Like, how does somebody identify if they're in survival? I think so many, I think before, well, even when I first started my awakening and my plant ceremonies, I literally was like, what are we healing? 
Like I don't have trauma. Like I wasn't raped. And in fact, I was, I didn't even look at my sexual Mm -hmm. trauma as rape, which is like something, right? So Mm -hmm. for people who I know that we talk about trauma in our spaces, in the healing space and the psychedelic space and the yoga and the wellness space so often, but I think people that are new to this awakening, they don't even recognize, and maybe they haven't awakened yet, right? They don't even recognize what their scarcity mentality, what their traumatized state looks like and what, um, living in a survival state looks like, like, like these people that are high performance CEOs, for instance, like sometimes we don't even know what we're doing is causing dis-ease in our life and our bodies. So what does, what does disease look like? If, even if you're not sick and what does wellness look like healing that? So dis-ease, right? It could look like not being able to get adequate rest, not feeling rested after, you know, eight hours, 10 hours of sleep, always feeling like you're burnt out. Um, that is, is like number one, when I see with clients is they're not able to get enough rest. Um, they aren't able to really hold their focus, um, on their meditation, on, on just loving themselves. Um, a lot of times people that have trauma are, you know, high achievers or (laughs) trying to just go, 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 do, do, do not really being able to be in sync with your breath, right? Are you able to take deep breaths throughout the day? Are you feeling like hyper vigilant, right? Hyper vigilance when, um, happens with people with trauma, right? Easily like scared or, you know, just something's going to bad, bad is going to happen. A doom or gloom kind of feeling waiting for the um, other shoe to drop. Yes. Right. Especially, you know, like if, if you've grown up with just a lot of heartbreak or a lot of neglect, abuse, And again, most people don't even know that they are even dealing with neglect and abuse until they get out of the the sick environment. A lot of people don't understand that they're depressed or anxious. They don't even know, Mm -hmm. right? Because they've, they've lived in this, 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 uh, culture. So Mm -hmm. learning to have boundaries, learning how to cut cords, Mm -hmm. learning how to ground your energy, learning Mm -hmm. how to really connect to your heart, right? People don't even know that they're not connected to their heart. Mm -hmm. So people, their affect, they're not able to experience joy. They're not able to experience love or Mm -hmm. present being present because they're so anxious or they're depressed. They're in the, they're in the future or in they're in the past. Right. Or they're just too scared to to share their voice. Mm -hmm. They're too scared to share. They're in people-pleasing mode, right? They're a chameleon. They're not really stepping into their true true powers, right? Mm -hmm. They're living a life that other people have conditioned them to live, right? Who wants to be in that space? But most people, most of our culture is in that space of living a lie, living in a system that doesn't work and is at on their knees. Well, a lot of my clients are on their knees for a miracle. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's literally before I started microdosing and I was battling with a four-year depression. I describe it as I was in a dark hole on the floor of my kitchen when I reached up for the microdoses and finally decided, decided to start taking them. It was literally like on my knees in a dark hole and it was Western meds or try the microdosing. And just as a, even though I had had a a psych, a lot of psychedelic experiences in the past before I became a mother, after I'd become a mother, I was just afraid to like, let go of what I felt was grounding. And, um, and so I was just so afraid, but it was literally like, I was on my knees begging for a solution Mm. and it was I told my fiance, I was like, I think I need to go to the doctors and I think I'm going to have to get on Western medications, even though I don't want to like nothing. I'm having more bad days than good. Nothing I'm doing is working. And so I can say firsthand that psychedelics and psilocybin specifically for myself, but psychedelics in general have changed and changed my life and healed parts of myself along with the integration work I was doing uh, I have a coach, I have a therapist, I have a hypnotherapist and I have my breath work and I have my body movement. And so it's, it's firsthand experience that I've definitely healed that four-year depression, but it's that it's like on your knees, 
can't go on anymore this way. Just done. You don't have to get to that point. It's, it doesn't, you know, I wish that I would have tried. I don't think it was in my awareness to understand that psychedelics were where they were at scientifically and legally and where we were at in this movement. This was a year and a half ago. So I don't think it was social awareness that we had the availability of ketamine treatments, right? So if you're out there experiencing this, it's any of this, it's essential to explore Eastern modalities and integration work and ketamine. If it's, Mm -hmm. is it legal in all 50 States? Where are we at with that? I'm not sure. That's a great question because I've been we'll come to in Florida, Florida for sure. <laughs> yes, for, I have people that fly in. I have clients that fly yeah. in from California, from Puerto Rico, um, and they work with me. So um, we can put you on a whole t- whole plan. And I work with you know a whole team uh, of people to help you to really get to the root of your depression. And if you're on if you're on medications, that's the greatest part because this is one of the only um, Mm. psychedelics. Ketamine is one of the only psychedelics really that's safe in combination with people that are on uh, SSRIs or benzodiazepines or antipsychotics. um, Wow. This is heavy, heavy hitters. Yes. So important. Wow. So this is great for people that want to get off the medications, right? Mm-hmm. And get on the psychedelics, right? So ketamine is a gateway and a bridge to uplift yourself out of the depression so that you can get off the medications, which I can help you with um, through a team of people, um, because it's not easy to get off these 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 mm-hmm. these medications. It can I was be on medications. Oh my god, I, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I was on medications for 13 years after my dad passed from addiction. He actually passed from the Mm. overdose of prescribed, prescribed opioids. So this is really, I mean, this goes so deep, Danielle. This is really real for you. It's wild. Very real. So not only did I see my father pass from addiction, from opioid overdose, he didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. People don't expect to die from opioids. This is a huge epidemic that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. So to help people get off of these really intense medications through ketamine is a game changer in itself, right? And then to get them on to the psilocybin. Yeah. Um, and so I do work with that medicine as well. Um, Beautiful. And so bringing them from ketamine to psilocybin to then whether, you know, whether it be ayahuasca or ibogaine or, you know, all of these others, right. It's a, it's a baby steps, but big Mm -hmm. steps at the same time, because the psychedelics offer quantum healing. Like what I'm seeing, I'm seeing quantum healing. Like I'm literally seeing spontaneous healing, um, breaking karmic and ancestral, in uh, in families like this, using mm-hmm. these all of these powerful medicines, um, we are capable of 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 extreme transformation if we want it, if we're ready to do the work. And you know that <laughs> better than anyone. Look at you; you're a, a, such a queen, and you're bringing this you. forth and coming out of your own hero's journey, and being like, "Look, I'm going to hold the torch for for other for yeah. the others that are." in despair and can't see, you know, can't see a bright future. Yeah. And I think what's really special about you and I using your, our voices and others that will follow and others that are, and have come before us is that the purpose is to pave the way to break the stigma. That's why I do what I do. And that's why it's so powerful that you're doing what you're doing. I would love to ask you, what does rebellious reinvention mean to you? rebellious reinvention What's the name of our podcast so what does I it love mean it to you? what it means is to fiercely follow my heart 
and trust the guidance from my angels and my higher power to go forth and be the voice and be and be the transformation and the change that this world needs to allow for the evolution of consciousness and for the the, the, the healing, the ancestral and the karmic healing that this planet needs to rise together in heaven and earth. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to meet again. I feel like we could do another a part two on and dig into some really good specifics. Yes. Um, I can't wait to see you in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find you? Where do you hang out and tell us your handles? Okay. And so we'll yes. link all of it in the show notes below. It's been such an honor to be here and to really share our journeys together and, um, and really be the voice, right? Fiercely be the voice. And you can find me on, um, Instagram, uh, Bianca Abbott wellness. You can also look up my program, uh, the Luna fast program at lunafast.com. Um, you can also, uh, follow me at the Luna fast community at the Luna fast on Instagram. And then you can also, I'll have my website up in two weeks, uh, biancaabbott.com. You'll find all of my services that I bring to the world. Um, and then, yeah, you can also find me on Facebook, Bianca Abbott. Um, and I can't wait to meet you if you are, if you are looking for a guide, a coach, a mentor to help you get through some dark times. I'm here. For you. Thank you so much for what you do in the world. And thank you thank for you. your constant pursuit of what you have accomplished and what you're going to do, because it's really an amazing body of work so far. And you're like only 38 years young. So <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. For thank you. Dedication. I'm just grateful to be alive. I'm grateful that my family's alive because at one point I didn't know if we were going to make it. So yeah. I'm just grateful to be here and to thrive together through this and thank you for surviving and thriving. Yeah. Thank you for uh, having a platform to share voices and to share this healing movement. You're so welcome until next time. (laughs) Until next time, queen, have a beautiful day. Thank you. You have a beautiful day as well. Thank you for your time. Every week we have a reoccurring segment and I share my favorite things, tangible products to use things to walk away with above and beyond the inspiration of these conversations. Think this week's rebellious perspective. Your suffering may be pointing you towards your purpose. In this episode, we learn of Bianca's turbulent life growing up with a mother afflicted with HIV and AIDS. We learned of her journey of healing, self-healing and healing for her mother, which led her on the path to become one of the most embodied Eastern and Western healers. So I ask you, what in your life is pointing you towards your purpose? Shop. I love caffeine just like the rest, but I found out it was not agreeing with my mental health. It was sending me on highs and lows, which is why I drink matcha over coffee most days. It gives me sustained energy instead of spiking my adrenals, allowing me to alkalinize my body as well. I only drink the best though. World-renowned Dr. Andrew Wow, alternative medicine guru, founder of Dr. Andrew Wow Center for Integrative Medicine, has founded matcha.com. It's the highest quality and best tasting tasting matcha from Japan. Use code Danielle Bigby to get 10% off all your purchases. All this is found in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tag us on Instagram.